This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. Bossa Chengo, welcome to another episode of Your Own Podcast. How are you today? With the boss hosting, am I right? <laughs> That's right, the one and only. Yeah, nice. How are you feeling today? Uh, I feel okay. I feel a little bit uh, higgledy-piggledy and disheveled and um, day 10 of hotel quarantine. So, yeah. You're already skipping ahead. So if anyone doesn't know or hasn't been paying attention to your Instagram, Lola is in 14-day quarantine in Sydney. Hotel quarantine, yeah. Hotel quarantine. And you are today the day of recording day uh, eight, nine? Ten. Ten. Are you really? That's going really fast. I love everyone. So everyone on the outside is like, <laughs> they've got this perception of how fast or slow it's going for me. It's like, it's but it's dragging for you. No, but it's like you have moments where you feel really, really good. Like when, right when I get off the treadmill, I'm like, yeah, I got this. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. I'm achieving all this stuff. And then you'll just get a really shitty work email that like you've tried to make sure that everything is all your ducks are in a row and you'll just get like a curveball and you're like, oh no, I can't even like leave and have fresh air to kind of like, I guess, compartmentalize this. I'm in my own space. But I mean, I've got really lucky. I've got windows that open and I've got a treadmill, so which I hired. So I'm very lucky. Awesome. And out of 10, scale of one to 10, how are you feeling in general? Just a general and then we're going to get into some questions. But as a general feeling, how are you? Seven out of 10. That's pretty good. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Like I feel I'm so lucky. There are people that have done it much harder than I have and like even our beautiful friend Max was like, how is the food you're getting so good? He was like, I was getting like spiral noodles and, you know, he was like the food was not yum at all, uh, whereas I've got gluten-free. I just put that on my travel declaration when I flew into Australia. Yeah, maybe it's just a, a luck of the draw kind of thing where the food comes from. Totally. All right, let's jump into it because you do have a lot of questions that people have sent in and I've also written some questions that I think maybe you should answer. Look at you, host Rooney. I know. How does my voice sound? Nice, but I know you're going to make sure it sounds like even more delicious in post. Make a little bit deeper and a little bit sexier Um, and cut out all the ums. You have a very sexy voice. Oh, thank you. You have a... Nice voice too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured out today I had my dialect coach today who's helping coach me for the audio book of Fearlessly Failing and we figured out that like when I get really passionate, I lower my register. Oh, that's cool. It's like when I'm getting really serious and I want to drive something home, like I'll be like this is, this is your dream. You're the only one that can get you there and you are the only one that can stop you and I like sit in a lower register. Yeah. Maybe it's more commanding. 
Oh, I guess I'm a bit of a commanding person, aren't I? Yeah. Actually, I was having a laugh because um, I'm riding with a girl named Jade at the moment and her family's Italian and I was saying how I'm dating the biggest bogan and she's like, my boyfriend's like that too. He's a massive bogan because we tend to not speak with bogan accents, but you do a little bit, boss. Oh, yeah, you don't have a bogan <laughs> accent, but you've got a, you, you get to speak. You're bilingual. You get to speak Italiano sometimes, yes, don't you? Yes, yes. All right, let's get started. <laughs> I love that you just segue right off your own self then. All right. So I think the best place to start is flying into Australia. Okay. So you left LA. Yes. And you had to fly to San Francisco Yes. first. So previous to that, you have told everybody that you did have other flights booked and they were cancelled because of flight caps. Yeah. Um, So when you did finally get a flight confirmed, what was the process of getting LA to San Fran back to Australia? So the reason why those three flights got cancelled is airlines have actually pulled out of Australia and so there's only two airlines from America currently flying and they are United Airlines and Delta. And so we knew when that when American Airlines pulled out because I had three flights booked on American Airlines as the dates kind of changed and as there like each day it was like control, like crisis control with my travel advisor and so – We'd book a new flight and then it'd be gone and we'd book a new flight and then it'd be gone. And like you're throwing money at stuff here as well, which that's money that I'm not going to get all of it back, that's for sure. So when we finally got the flight booked, I thought for sure I've spent so much money on it, was just shy of $10,000 and I was like, great, this is going to like mean that I'm locked in, this is going to mean I don't need to sweat about it for the last, you know, month of being in LA. And it was quite the opposite, like um, people were getting bumped off flights left, right and centre. I did not know until the day I flew that I would be flying. Wow. On an international flight back to Australia, I had 30 um, travel declarations to get into Australia all rejected. I had paid this exorbitant fee for economy, by the way. This is an economy ticket that costs just under 10000 But I have friends that are there now that are looking at flying coming back and it's 25000 now. So, like, yeah. can't believe I'm saying this, but I got a reasonably okay deal. Yeah. And then... When I got to LA, my travel advisor just said, look, when you get to LA, make sure that they booked my domestic flight on the same airline. They said, just make sure they connect your, your bags the whole way through. That's going to be, that's great sign that you're on the flight. And I was like, okay. Got to LA, spoke to like 40 different people. No one knew how to help me get all the way through. They all kept saying the flight's not running, the flight's not running. So you can imagine my dismay at LAX. I was like, what yeah. is going on? It's also like, I think it was like 6am in Australia. So I couldn't call you yet. Like it was all a bit all over the shop. And then finally I got an amazing... Uh, gentleman that helped me uh, get my bags checked all the way through, which was really lucky. And my a travel agent who's lovely, I've got to give a shout out to Lauren, she had made sure that I, I was upgraded on my flight from LA to San Fran, which just meant I had a little bit more leg room. But what it also meant was that I was just looked after a little bit with my luggage because it can get yeah. really expensive when, and I'm having that same problem right before jumping on this podcast, flying domestically in Australia, luggage yeah. is, is where you kind of get really burnt financially. And so... um 
Yeah, I flew LA, San Fran. I have had a, I think I had like a nine hour stopover, didn't I? It was really long. Yeah, ages. And then a lot of the, because of COVID, a lot of the travel lounges are shut. So the great thing about San Francisco International Airport is they have an outdoor kind of like viewing deck. I guess it's a smoking area, but it was really good. No one was out there. And I was just, I stood outside for like an hour and talk to you and talk to my mate Mo and just got fresh air because I knew I would be in hotel quarantine when I landed and then yep. um, then I got on that flight and got home and, yeah. What was, was the process actually physically getting on the flight? Were they checking paperwork, travel declarations? Yeah. What were they doing? What were they saying? Yeah, everything gets checked twice. So I got it all checked in LA. I got it checked again in San Fran. They have to st- now stamp your um, – travel deck and your your ticket and they also double check your travel declaration they tra- double check your negative covid test the date the time and also now on the travel deck you do put in the dates that you were vaccinated so i imagine that's going to yeah. affect if people either home quarantine or hotel quarantine for the future because it came back with you are not exempt hotel quarantine even though i've been yeah. double vaxxed i feel like that was a little procedure that's in place for when they do start home quarantine later in up. the year yeah say december yeah. yeah very good and uh, how many people were on the actual flight? They said 17. I only saw three, <laughs> but they said 17. I is that is that because they could have been in business or first class or different areas of the aeroplane? Yeah, so there would have been – there was – so in my cabin there was me and two others and then in the back cabin there was one other person and then you would still have business and first that I never saw anything of because you enter and exit in different totally. areas. But um totally. I did I did make milk at I knew I could lay down. I knew I'd have the whole row to myself. I'm like, mm, Lola, this not? is a luxury. Like you never get to travel full row to yourself economy to America yeah. usually. So I was just like I was like, can I please have a few extra pillows and ruggies? And they were like, yeah, no sweats. I had three pillows, three rugs, and I just kept getting – I fasted. So I fast when I fly long distance just because I don't want to feel crap when I land. And yeah. I just get them to get, bring me hot water and bottles of water and I just drink heaps of tea Perfect. and water. Perfect. And then once you landed, what was the process there? Yeah, this is why it's going to be interesting how they do home quarantine because it's quite a lengthy process. So – you get off the plane, you clear customs as usual, you declare anything as you usually would. My, all my suitcases had to go through the x-ray thing. And then um, basically that's when you, you've got to do a full doctor check as well. They do a temperature check. Then you've got the um, – I flew into Sydney, New South Wales, so you've got the New South Wales police. They have to check you off as well. Then you exit the airport under the – with police support and then the Australian military and Navy put you on specific buses and those buses will take you to hotels. And so it's quite a big process. Probably took me, there was like I said, no one on my flight and it probably, the whole process probably took about an hour or so. So I don't know how they're going to do that faster with more flights landing. Totally. They're going to have to streamline it or something. And then once you did get into quarantine, what were your first thoughts Initial feelings? Uh, like I'd like to think I'm pretty mentally strong. So I was like, okay, this is home now. Like let's just start to build a routine. So you know what I do whenever you and I travel, even for two nights somewhere, I unpack you everything. unpack. Yeah, yeah, so I've done that. 
Uh, I unpacked within the first 24 hours or so. I ordered a treadmill straight away, like within an hour. I was texting a contact I'd been given to get a treadmill. Um, I checked in with my travel agent, let her know that I'd landed. And then my dear friend Jane had already figured out where I was staying and dropped a huge care pack off, which, you know, had a magazine and fresh flowers and things that I could make this feel really homey with. So, yeah, it felt pretty it, – I felt pretty lucky. It felt pretty nice and I just really um, tried to settle in the best I could and I still – I still am trying to. <laughs> You're just taking each day as it comes because yeah. some days are great and you feel really productive and other days feel really confronting. Totally. I mean, it is a confronting thing to do. I'll probably is... never do it again in my lifetime. I don't imagine no. they'll continue this because there's a lot of like um, memes going around that it's like the conditions are worse than prison because people aren't allowed yeah. out. And that's the thing that people keep saying, but you can still leave, can't you? And I'm like, no, no. you do not yeah. walk outside that door. Yeah. How many people do you reckon are in the hotel with you? No clue, but two people have found me on Insta, which is really funny because we're like, hey, t- <laughs> hey, room 202, how are you feeling today? And, and you know, I was like, hot tip, say you're gluten-free, the food's great. And, you know, and I'll be like, text yeah. this guy for a treadmill. So, yeah, we've just all been well, checking in with each other. But you don't know what the non-gluten-free food's like. It could be even better. Well, I do because we've been messaging my mates that are also oh, really? in quarantine. Yeah. They send you photos? They said if we keep eating pies, we're going to roll out of here. And I said change your uh, diet to GM. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you can't eat the same thing. All right. Well, so many questions have come through on the old gram. Yeah, I put a question box because I thought that might um, help you, the old host. So we've already touched on a few of them, like food. Yeah. So you do get food deliveries three times a day and you do get the gluten-free. And how is it, honestly, out of 10? So you get two deliveries a day. So you get at about 11.30 they deliver you lunch and then at about 3.30 they deliver you dinner and breakfast for the next day. Cool. And I, as you know, I intermittent fast, so I've never had any of the breakfasts. Yeah. Uh, and can you get food deliveries? Can you order Uber Eats? What can you do? Yeah, like I even remember I said the other night I really wanted Lola hot chocolate, so I Uber eated. Uh, there's a like a Woolies kind of thing in Sydney called Providor, and I got uh, two avocados and a thing of almond milk, and it was a dollar yep. or something to get it delivered. So that's better than doing um, going online and ordering an online shop at Woolies or Coles because yeah. you need a minimum spend. Whereas this, yep. I could just spend like fifteen bucks, and you're only spending two dollars for it to be delivered to you. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, and is there a limit on the amount of deliveries and stuff you can get every day? No, I thought there was, but no, there's definitely no. not. Yeah, no. Can you get alcohol delivered? Well, so you're not. So I've read on all the like forums and stuff. You're allowed one bottle of wine a day and three beers, and they'll measure out spirits. But somebody delivered me. It's so funny on my Insta. I've been like, I'm not drinking. I'm choosing not to drink. And then somebody delivered me a full bottle of gin and tonic yeah. water, which you and I both love gin. I loved a gin martini, but um. Yeah, she sent sent me, and and I heard the person that dropped it go, enjoy. <laughs> so oh, so funny. Th- I think they were like, go, let your hair down. You're in quarantine, you know. But I really have chosen. No, I really didn't want to drink in quarantine, yeah. so I well, haven't. That, that was one of the questions that came through as well, and it says, um, uh, "Have you been tempted to drink wine in quarantine, or just drink?" 
No, 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 not at all. Uh, I also like I've treated like my nights as like mo- I've turned into like literally as soon as the sun goes down it's movie time and so I've been getting into TV series and movies and that's kind of been like a treat and you know me like I like to go to bed early, wake up early and exercise so I've just kind of really been working hard to stay really healthy. Totally. And how many deliveries have you gotten so far, boss? <laughs> a lot. Feels like you, you get something every day. Yes, yeah, like Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so oh, exciting so when they funny. knock at the door. I'm like, yeah. I go, thank you. And then I count, you got to count. So you got to wait until they're gone. So you're yep. meant to like wait 30 seconds. Then you put your mask on and then you can open the door. Yeah. Okay. What okay. are, okay. okay, what are some of the most common questions you've been getting? Am I coming back to Australia to have a baby with you? Oh, should we reveal something on the podcast now? Go for it. We are not having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be buying a baby Italian greyhound before we get a baby. That's that's for sure. I find that so annoying when people ask that. Oh, and it's like I was saying this on a pod. I did a podcast this morning right before this and – it's like in America, nobody asks you that. They ask like, okay, like are you an actor, are you a writer? Like they don't care what, like anyway, yeah. it's just. It's like it doesn't matter what you've done in life or achieved, but are you coming back to have a baby? And As like that's your life goal, are you coming back to have a, a baby? And I was talking to mum about it because I was getting really frustrated. I think like you go through waves of getting quite frustrated in lockdown. And obviously also to preface I'm fully vaccinated and um, – and yeah, yeah. I was talking to my mum. Mum's like, "You're back in Australia, and Australia is great, but society places value on family, and in America, society places value on career." Mm. And which, and I hadn't really, even though that makes total sense, and she's right, I hadn't put the two and two together. Totally. Any other common questions? Um, at the one that I keep getting yesterday is because I because every time they drop you lunch breakfast and when dinner there's always a piece of fruit. I don't eat enough fruit to get through three pieces of fruit a day. I'll maybe eat one piece of fruit every couple of days. So there's all this extra fruit. And so people are like, have you got a problem with fruit? Do you not like fruit? Are you, are you, are you anti-sugar, natural fruit sugars? And I'm like, no, I just cannot keep up with the fruit that they're giving me. Yeah. Simple. I love fruit. I'd be eating it all. I do eat, you know, me, I'll chop a pear, chop an apple. I know, I know. But I don't, yeah, I'm not yeah. just going to mung into a bananas for no reason. Yeah, for the sake of it, yeah. totally. Uh, a lot of questions that have been coming in were about your room. Do you have any r- windows and fresh air? So I've got windows all throughout the space and they all open about, is that about six inches, boss? Don't know. Yeah, looks bad. My laptop, that'd be six, uh, just under six yeah. inches. Um, mm. They all open about six inches. Gotcha. So they don't open all the way out because I think yeah. um, mental health stuff is an issue. Does that does that give you enough air and enough feeling like you can breathe properly and you can, like it's fresh in the apartment and it's not just air con air? Knowing that other people don't get fresh air, yes. Yeah. But if, yeah. you know... It, Versus getting fresh air, like I said to you, like I can't wait to just breathe in that bar and fresh yeah. air and jump into the ocean. And hotels are notorious for just aircon and recycled air. Yes, yeah, so I turned that off the second I got in. Just so very you know. smart, yeah. very very smart. What has been the hardest part so far? 
or are you still in it that you don't know what the hardest part is? I think like for me, I like I've got no problem having tough business meetings and like sitting in like fiery business meetings and confrontation and whatnot. But when you don't have an escape from it, like usually if yeah. I have a tough meeting, you and I will, you know, pour a martini together or go for a walk up to see the koalas together and I'm like, shit, like there's no escape. So you've got to sit in the energy and the space that you've been in while you've been in like hardcore work mode and that energy is still there and so you don't have an escape from that. So the things that I've been doing is like the second the sun goes down, fairy lights go on, light a candle, got the diffuser going in the bedroom with lavender. Like I do these things to totally shift the energy because otherwise I feel like I'm in it and I keep saying to you, boss, I'm in the eye of the storm, I'm in the eye of the storm and it's like, no, I'm just in my energy all day long which goes through peaks and troughs and there's no way of clearing that energy out, you know. Um, Obviously we've got Palo Santo and stuff which is all great but you can't just open a big window and let air come through and clear it. You're in it, you're it. Well, that that was another question that came through. How are you dealing with it mentally? Like do you have – processes in place that you do every day or do you have a schedule that you wake up and say I need to do these three things and they're going to help set your day up and they're going to help clear your energy like what are you, what are you doing Mentally, I had my my book my therapist. So, like, I think day three, I had my therapist, which was really helpful. But then also, right before I came here, I bought a whiteboard. So each night before I go to bed, I write down what day the next day is going to be. So last night before yeah. I went to bed, I wrote day ten, and then I listed all the things that I want to tick off. And I literally walk over after I've done that thing, tick done, and that feels really good. Like I just stay, like, hold myself really accountable to this little ninety nine cent one whiteboard (laughs) and um, that feels good and it seems to be working for me. So, yeah, the whiteboard switching off at night, like really switching off. Like I move my laptop, it is no longer on the desk. I move it to the lounge room. I sit, I watch a movie. If I want to scroll the gram, I let myself scroll the gram. But I really try to as best I can separate my energy so that when I'm in yeah. work mode, poof, I'm in work mode. And work and exercise mode is the same because like in between meaning I'll jump on the treadmill. Yeah. But what are you doing when you do have those really tough moments of like, fuck this shit, I just do want to go outside. What do you do then? I've got a song I'm obsessed with and so I'll just put the <laughs> song on and get on the treadmill and I yeah. and it changes my whole mood every single time. And I've got a big meeting, as you know, this afternoon and I'll be pumping that song before I walk into the meeting yeah, uh, And then, you know, like I'll write out if I'm feeling crap, I'll write out, I'll make notes about that thing and I'll write it to get it out of my head and onto paper and then, you know, if I'm feeling like emails aren't landing, like I had a few emails going back and forth with my bookkeeper today and, and she's absolutely amazing but there was a miscommunication. I said, hey, can we jump on a call? Had a call with her for literally five minutes, fix the problems instantly. So yeah. I just think like I'm trying to like I feel like I'm just trying to troubleshoot all the time and that's kind of okay. But writing it out, I'll often call you in a tears and you'll be like just step away. And so I think the yeah. treadmill has been a godsend and anyone that has to I'm go sorry. through this, I would say get the treadmill, best 295 bucks I've spent. Awesome. What are you doing to push yourself to stay motivated? Is that, you know, doing the checklist, doing the whiteboard? jumping on the treadmill, having a schedule, is that what your process is to stay motivated? 
this might sound super wanky and up myself and I'm a very motivated person so it's not yeah. like and, and I actually – You don't feel unmotiv- unmotivated. No, like I went to bed too late last night. I got I binge watched a TV show called Mindhunter and I called you and you're like, boss, so late. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I already dropped, I already dropped to sleep. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you're already gone. off your way to sleep. And I was like, I know. And it was like – I think it was like midnight or something and I, and I said – but I'm not going to feel guilty about it and I don't want to no. feel guilty when I do go to bed a bit too late or I do um, feel like I, I got sent all these gift packs yesterday and they had like raw vegan chocolate and pecan nuts. I demolished the whole thing. I don't really care. Yeah. Oh, it didn't save any for me. Boss, we've got to keep this weight down for my luggage. <laughs> we've got a real luggage situation. I've got to, I'm going to have know, to like right? throw things out before I go to the airport. Oh, no. Oh, God, another issue to work through. I think I'm going to order a new suitcase. That's my plan. I think that's probably going to be the easiest thing because I don't think I'm going to be able to drive to Sydney no. on the day you get out. You're not allowed, I don't think, because they're still in lockdown. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out, but I'd say you're probably going to have to fly. Your eyes look so, very blue today, dear sir. Uh, do you know why? Because where I sit is direct in the sunlight. So I feel like I have the perfect natural ring light in the studio. I've always wondered because I do my therapy sessions there and I'm like, why do I look so good? Is that why? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just me. (laughs) You got like direct direct light right on your face. So good. Got that that sexy uh, Byron first light, you know. I was telling my friend Mo in America, I was like, oh, boss is going to look so good and I'm going to look all grey and dishevelled from being in hotel quarantine so long. I am tanned AF. I know. We know how good you look, boss. You're very handsome. Very, very tanned. Very handsome. And I haven't, I haven't, really, yeah, sometimes, but I haven't really been sunbaking too much, but just general day to day and surfing and, yeah, my tan. Let's tell the audience anyway, who you it's did not a about surf me. with yesterday. Who did I get? Oh, I get this text just, from Matt. Can I tell you the, how it went down? <laughs> yeah. I go. get this text from Matt and it says, just went for a surf with Chris. And I was like, we don't know any. <gasps> Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth was swimming in the was surfing while you were, right? Yeah, he was right next to me. He was um giving his kid a surf lesson. I can't believe he didn't have combo. I would have just like had a combo the way you did with Liam with the burger. Yeah. I think in I think in the surf, uh everyone's quite respectful. Yeah, I got it. And he was with his family, so or with his little boys. So yeah, no one was bothering him everyone was just doing their thing and surfing and question yeah, I, yeah does he have a low voice like thor yeah he does he does have like a, a low commanding voice Oof, yeah love it yeah what he's a- very good looking he was in like a little tight wet suit and i was like god damn and he's yeah. he's big right yeah he's a big guy he's a big guy yeah i've seen him down at the past surfing heaps like a fair few times. I haven't once for the listeners. If you feel like yeah, you're missing out, me too. That's because you never, like you don't come down to the past when I surf. Oh, spoken like I'm the inactive one, boss. I do that walk <laughs> every frigging day at like 6am. I do that walk every day at 4pm. Oh, now that's, you do. Now that I've I been do. away, you do. You didn't do I know. All- well, I had to do something while you were gone because I was, I think the first two weeks was going a bit crazy and I was like, nah, I need to get out and exercise more and surf more. But, yes, I did see Chris Hemsworth in the water. And do you, do you want to tell your Liam story? I think this is hilarious. Uh, no, I think I've told this story before. We're in Yuri Bar and uh, I parked 
and I parked like super close, like probably a little bit too close to the car behind me because it was like a small parking spot. And then I see this giant guy like walking towards us. He's quite good looking too. I think he's the Yeah, hotter. he is because well, I've actually seen him a few few more times what? since you've been away. Yeah, Why have yeah, you not yeah, told yeah. me this? I have told you when I've been out for drinks with like Sam, with Sam and Andy in Yuribar, I've seen him. Oh, handsome, handsome as anything. Yeah, handsome. Anyway, I parked a bit too close to his car and I was worried that he wouldn't be able to get out or hit my car. So he was walking, he was getting in his car and I was like, hey, mate, do you want me to move my car so you can get out easier? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. And he maneuvered his big ass truck out of this small park. I love that spot. you leave me out of that story. I was the one that you, spotted him. You were ner- you, yeah, you spotted him, but you were nervous and like walking away. I was like, I, oh, no, fuck I looked this. down it's at just- the ground. I couldn't make eye contact. Well, they're just locals. They're like, Honestly, no one bothers them. I don't. I've never seen anyone bother them or make a big deal, especially if they're with family and stuff like that. Everyone's really, yeah, I suppose respectful. But he's just—if you look twice, he's a normal guy. Like, yeah, you got to. I don't know. Have like, you seen yeah, Matt you, Damon? Aren't they neighbors? I don't know. No, I've never seen Matt Damon. Um, I don't think I've done much more celeb spotting. Uh, Simon Baker there. always at Bangers at Woods. No, I haven't seen him in Bangers oh. uh, in a long time now. Have I spotted anyone else while, we, while you're gone? Who um, did I spot? Did I spot people in LA? Uh, you walked past, didn't you walk past Natalie Portman and Alan Pompa, someone else? Pompa, Pompa yeah. Gray from Grey's Anatomy, Meredith Grey. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, that's a pretty Lamar good came anyway. into Louis Vuitton. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to this podcast, oh, sorry, boss, yeah. instead of instead this of isn't, celeb this talking. This isn't the E Network, boss. This isn't Channel. No, e. this isn't. This isn't a gossip segment. <laughs> this is a uh, quarantine podcast episode. All right. Where are we up to? Are you active, healthy on the treadmill? Yes, I think you've already answered that question. These are just some of the questions that have come in from your. Instagram, I'm going to um, tick that one off. What's been the easiest part of this whole quarantine process? Let's change the gears a little bit. Uh, I think it's been really easy to stay busy, super easy. Yeah, uh, but you're a busy person, so. I think I will, by the end I will have recorded like 15 podcasts to promote the book. Damn. So, yeah, being busy is probably I, to the point that I – I've deliberately not booked anything tomorrow because I'm like, oh, my God, I've, I'm going to come out burnt out. Like I need to <laughs> – I, I mean I'll be able to chill a bit in Byron Bay. But, yeah, there's yeah. there's things that, that I'm like shivers like I need to I need to chill a bit. But, yeah, the easiest bit has been being to be busy. Um, I am so glad I have access to natural light because I really enjoy my morning coffee. Like that's something that I really look forward to and enjoy and I usually sit and FaceTime you or, you know, like it's a really nice time and it's quite still very easy to stay motivated and inspired and want to get work done. Like I said to you, I think I'll come out and be like, oh, wow, I did all these things that I wanted to do. I did them. What do you love about it? Do you love anything about it? I mean, yeah, I'm really lucky. It's a really lovely big space. So I've got the space to make it feel quite homely. I love, um, 
Yeah, I, I love that I'm like, so I've been in LA in this like beautiful old Hollywood home and I'm back to a like really new space. So it's nice being in a really new space, a lot of light, a lot of fresh air, like as long as I stand near the windows. <laughs> yeah, just put your mouth up to the uh, six inch, inch gap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, I, and I, I like that I'm still able to get a lot done and it is it feels like such a gift to be on an Australian time zone to, and taking Australian meetings. Usually my meetings I'm having at like 4 and 5 yeah. p.m. in L.A. and that's kind of when I start to wane. And talking to the boss. I talk to you all. I've not never yeah, not talked to you. When you're away, I'm waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning and you've already had half a day to unload on me and I'm, usually I'm half asleep. You're always half asleep in the mornings, boss. And boss oh, loves a little nighttime chit chat, and I'm like trying to fall asleep. And he'll be like, "I've hey, so boss, many I've ideas had, at night. I've had all these <laughs> ideas. I've had all. The, and I'm like, write them down. Talk to me at seven a.m. tomorrow. I'm almost going to miss. Uh, I know this sounds a bit bad, but like my nighttime rituals, because yeah. I love doing a bit of writing at nighttime. You I can love doing do a bit that, of work though. at night. That would not bother me. You like falling asleep in my arms, so don't you, boss? No, not really. You're a hot log in the bed. Now I have to go back to um, co-share, like sharing a bed. <laughs> I have enjoyed sleeping on my own, I'm going to be honest. We'll have to get used when to you get, sleeping next to each other. Well, because when you get hot in the middle of the night, you can just roll over to the other side and it's cold. And then when that gets hot, you roll over to the other side, it's cold. It's perfect. Oh, well, sorry. You're going to have to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. All right, Boss Chingo. Couple of quick fire questions for you. Oh, we're back, boss. We're back. Pardon had the a, interlude. Had a little pause, but uh, I'll edit that out. <laughs> I'll edit the gap out. That's fine. TV shows. What have you been watching? Uh, okay, so I watched Clickbait, which I think was part filmed in Melbourne during the like COVID. So mm-hmm. that was nice because I recognised a few Australian actors on that. And Adrian Grenya. Uh, Entourage, who spent a lot of, I think, COVID in Australia as a result. Uh, then I watched, I watched a bit of Mindhunter last night. I watched Man of Steel because, you know, Henry Cavill is my five. Oh, yeah, he is. And so I'm re- also re-watching Witcher, which I'll get to watch again tonight. But I've been trying to pace out Witcher because I want it to last. I didn't want to binge it in two nights. I've also watched the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. And I have also watched Animal Kingdom, which was my least favourite season. Yeah, I didn't love the season. What about books? You been reading anything? Nah. Started, couldn't. Really? Can't get focused on the books. Nah, I think yeah. I think also because I'm like knee deep in so much work that I'm just like, nah. Oh, oh wow. Um, all right. Where are we at right now? Back to a couple of questions. You just said you had rapid fire questions. Yeah, for me. but then I, I, well, then I looked at my list of questions and I was like, ah, I don't want to ask them. We've talked about a lot of that stuff. Okay, It'll be okay. just doubling up. Okay, just be okay. doubling up, boss. Okay. You know. Uh, what is actually no? Someone has asked, do you receive any mental health support while in quarantine? Oh, yeah, daily. So you get a daily phone call. Yep. Which at the start I loved and I was like, oh, this is so cool and now it's so annoying. <laughs> like they'll call me and I'm like, hey, I'm in a meeting, which I am. They call every time when you're in the middle of a meeting, like at like 10 or 11 a.m., like bang on Zoom meeting time. And they're pretty good but they're like they're just checking on your mental health. They're checking you've got no COVID symptoms as well because yep. as everyone knows it can incubate for 14 days. What kind of questions do they ask you? 
how are you feeling today? Do you have any COVID symptoms? And they list them. And then they'll be like, how are you feeling mentally? Are you moving? And I'll be like, yeah, I've got a treadmill and da 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 So it's just kind of like check in. But usually I'm trying to wind it up real fast. But I've heard people write to me and say they've had full-blown long combos and chats with the nurses. Um, I'm the opposite. I'm like in and out, one and done, get yeah. it done. Are they, are they nurses or are they more? Um... They're nurses. So they're not uh, specific like therapists or they're, they're just nurses. nurses with that understand mental health and I don't know. I just know they're support. nurses. Okay, they're gotcha. Nurses, yeah. All right. What it, what's some um, advice you would give for people in quarantine? What's your biggest What's your biggest advice? Hide the treadmill day one. Yeah. Get a whiteboard. Yeah. Pack like your favorite like snacks and tea and stuff. Like I've gone through so much tea since I've been here, and like. If you've got a mate, get a care pack dropped to you because it fully brightens yeah. your day. Yeah. That's it. No other tips, tricks. Fairy no lights. The fairy lights are fairy so li- good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the fairy lights. I went very I sent you them. I went to Bunnings and I bought them for you. Under my guidance, I, yes. Under your guidance, <laughs> yes. I almost But you did. said you thought about it beforehand. I did, 100%. When I knew you were coming back to quarantine, I was thinking to myself, mm, you know, like get you a diffuser and get you some fairy lights. And I know you're not it. allowed a humidifier in this hotel. They check that at the start that you don't have a humidifier with you. Gotcha. Um, so I wasn't sure if we're allowed a diffuser, but we've been using it. Why, um, why can't you have a humidifier? Might it's got something to do like with the paint or something in the walls. I don't oh, know. Is it something to do with COVID? Don't know. Gotcha. Okay. We might someone someone probably Google that and figure that out. Uh, but no other advice. No meditation. No. I haven't meditated once. I haven't I'm, done my yoga a, class. You're not. Have you not I've, done yoga? No, nah, I've been doing treadmill and then I do yeah. squats and abs. Probably, I think I'm um, more like. This whole thing is like for me just like a lesson of resilience and so I'm probably going less soft and more like hard during the day and then as soon as it hits nighttime, I'm like tap out. Tap out. Watch a movie and that's my more like yin energy. I'm not doing yogs. I don't know why I'm resisting it but I have already booked in for Pilates like the Monday after I'm back, like straight after I'm back. Oh, and what do you want to do when you get back, boss? What are you excited for? I want to jump in um, the ocean, boy. I want to jump in the ocean. Which beach do you want to go to? Which beach? As soon as you get back, your first beach, which one? I thought thought it'd be broken here because that's our romantic one. But I think like as far as jumping in, maybe we'll just park at Captain Cook or Clark's and just run down. Just jump in. Or the pass and just jump in the Oceana. Oh, yeah. Could go to Watergoes. It's hard to park around water goes, though, oh, sexy. I know all the spots. I Do know you? all the spots. Look yeah. at his local knowledge. It's great. My okay. What are you excited for? Anything specific you're excited for? Yeah. Do you want to know? Missed, yeah. Do you want to know? In Byron, yeah. A long black. Yeah, oh, like an Aussie. An Aussie coffee. coffee. Yeah. A long black. So in America, they don't know what that means. Probably because it's probably not politically all that correct to be using that kind of terminology. But, hmm. um, yeah, so in America I drink uh, cold brews, so just beautiful, delicious cold brew iced black coffee. But uh, I just have missed like a real – like, you know, when you just sit down you get a big coffee yeah. and it's really good quality and just want to sit down. We'll go to Woods for a date, have a beautiful coffee. Oh, shout out to Woods. 
Yeah, five. Out they've five. been keep. They've been keeping me sane. Andy and Sam. <laughs> what else? Any other like, adventures? I've got some new beaches to take You're you to. You're taking me to some secret beaches. Some secret I was talking beaches. to our mate Greg the other day. I really want to go back to Gaia with you. Yeah. I, I really need a massage. I haven't had a massage in six months. Like I need to have a massage and book in. And um, I just want to like, like because Sydney's still in lockdown, I've had to cancel all my meetings I had in Sydney next week. So I'll be in Byron and I'm like, I just want to like immerse and, and I, I, I want to fall asleep listening to nature. I don't want to fall asleep for the next six months listening to sirens and gunshots and fireworks and figuring, trying to figure out falling asleep going, was that a firework or was that a gunshot? Yeah. And, and, and like these are honest sounds that I fall asleep to every single night yeah. and I just I feel like I've been in that and that's probably why I found it so hard to do yoga because yeah. I'm in this kind of like very assertive, very like I feel like I'm really alert and just like ready. Like in America yeah. so many people have guns and I'm just like super on edge like and tightened and I just want to melt a little bit. Like I want to be in your arms. I want to swim in the ocean. I want to have great hot coffee. I want to um, – I just I just want to reconnect with Mother Nature because I yeah. wasn't – I was hiking Griffith Park and I love it and I it's amazing but I just want to be in the ocean and soak totally. it up. And one thing I'm really looking forward to, boss – yeah. Our first Halloween celebration. So I want to make oh. the house a bit Halloween-y. I bought all the things from America. Really? Yeah. You know, don't play dumb, you know. They're, do you reckon they'll be trick-or-treaters? I love that you just said trick-or-treaters. Trick-or-treaters, I said. Uh, I thought you said trick-or-treaters. So I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. <laughs> Um, I don't know, but I want to put fairy lights out. I've bought little um, um, foam pumpkins and I've got little things we can stick on the door. So I think, I don't know about you, but Halloween is the 31st of October and I feel like from like the 14th we can start kicking off Halloween for two weeks. Mm, I don't know about that. but okay. with, the, with the design right, of the house, right. yeah. Whatever you want. The um the new studio looks good. So just so people know, Boss is recording this from our studio in Bangalore, which is in our house, mm. and that's where we're going to be recording the audio book for Fearlessly Failing. Yes, yes. Better start I, organizing that. I just had a dialect meeting with my dialect coach about Very it. Good. Yeah, Very good. Yeah, so cool. All right, Boss, any final thoughts you want to you wanna give? Uh, I just think like if anyone has to go through – quarantine and you're listening to this even if it's just like you're moving into state and you've still got to do this because I know this is still something for people going from New South Wales to Queensland and I'm sure like South Australia and, and Western Australia, different parts of Australia, just have a little plan before you go in, get the yeah. whiteboard, get the fairy yeah. lights, order a treadmill when you get in, request gluten-free, do a Woolies order, like do all these things that are going to make you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Very and cool. have a good Netflix subscription because, like, at nighttime, I really look forward to, like, I put a different hand moisturiser on, I get that candle pumping. I love it. I got a few um, friends' logins when you get back too. Oh, yeah. Should you like be admitting a, that? Should you be admitting uh, that? Uh, maybe not. doesn't matter. But they're friends. They gave me their login to use, you know. When they're not using it, I can use it. My whole yeah. family has my Netflix password. Your whole family? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I think people share. I think it's okay to share. 
Is that isn't that bad for Netflix and revenue though? Mm, no, who's gonna who's gonna know? Who's okay. gonna know? Look at me. I think you can have five account. No, I've got I've got like a premium account. You can have like four four users or five users oh, yes. on my account. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've got some because we've got plenty of shows to watch when you're back. Because I've been really watching much TV. And we're gonna. I really actually I we don't have wait. a TV. There's but. a few things that are coming out. December seventeenth, which is season two. Can't wait. December twenty fourth. Don't look up. New Leonardo DiCaprio Jonah Hill movie that mm-hmm. looks insanely amazing. Okay, boss. I love you. <laughs> Love you. Oh, quick, give the book a plug. Where can you pre-order it? Oh, pre-order link is in my bio on Insta or make sure it is by the time this app comes out. Um, oh, I'll write show notes What's for it this, called? won't I? What's it it's called? It's called Fearlessly Failing. I'll write show notes. And what's the website you can, you can buy it from? Booktopia. Perfect. There you go. Plug no, you done. need the pre-order link, bang, you bang. monkey. Yeah. You need to put your link. Link, um, link in bio and link in the show notes. Show notes and it'll be out November 1st at, at all bookstores. I found out yesterday it's in Dimmicks, it's in Collins, it's in QBD, it's in Big W, Target, Kmart, you name it. Wow. And uh, quick Lola coffee plug, new product? Hinterland hot chocolate, adaptogenic hot chocolate with ashwagandha, sassandra. It's got maca, mesquite. It's really oh, good. We just sweetened with monk fruit. What's, what's that good for? Oh, my goodness. Why don't you say the health benefits, boss? Oh, Go for yeah, it's it. It's calming and good mood and libido enhancing. <laughs> is, is that your sexy time voice? Yeah, it's my sexy. It's my Richard Mercer. Remember love Richard song Mercer? De- love song, love song dedication. dedications. Yeah. yeah. All right, boss. I love you. I can't love wait you to see you links. in, what, five more days? Oh, is it five? Fuck, I mm. thought it was four. Four Shit. days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Four? Five, including today. Five, including today, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's five. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lola Berry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And of course, spread the love. Mm-hmm.